I listened yesterday to Online Marketing Rockstars, Germany's biggest marketing podcast, and they hosted the German managing director of TikTok. I'm telling that because they also mentioned one agency group, Intermate, as one of the most influential agencies in Germany. I'm even more happy that two of the founders of Intermate are now here at Inside Bold Creators Club. Welcome, Philip and Philip. Thanks, Flo, for having us. <laughs> so, Intermate won various awards. Intermate created an award and you're very bullish on TikTok. These are all topics we will cover in the first part. In the second part, we will talk about the bigger picture, about big investors. You got an investor on board and uh, I'd like to get to know your visions on influencer marketing. But let's first start with a super creative campaign. Holy clash of rhymes. Intermate and O2, and I think Sony was also a part of this. Can you maybe explain a little bit what um, Holy Clash of Rhyme was and why it won the award for um, German's best brand campaign in 2022? Yeah, we uh, basically had the honor to develop a, a Christmas content special for our client O2 Music and uh, so all the year we already did content uh, with uh, with the German uh, rap scene. So uh, we figured this might be uh, also a good topic for uh, to to combine the German rap scene uh, with Christmas or Xmas. And uh, our creatives came up with uh, the concept "Holy Clash of Rhymes," which is basically a, a, yeah maybe a quiz show. Um, where uh, Nico Beckspin um, is the moderator and we have two contestants uh, and they have to guess legendary rap lines that Nico um, reads from his uh, leather book. <laughs> and uh, it's quite funny, actually, and there are a lot of spontaneous moments uh, which were really great. And we had great artists, uh, Prince P, Kul Savage, uh, Nida Shuba, Nine Bro, and others, Bad Moms J. And uh, we had a lot, a lot of fun producing it. And yeah, this was the uh, case that our client, Auto Music, decided to not only publish on his social channels, but also uh, we worked on a, on a case study uh, with this because we were really proud of it. And usually, uh, we, we as uh, Intermate Group, we don't care so much for awards, to be honest. Uh, we always think the most rewarded thing is that our content goes viral, um, but in this case, uh, it was it was a great uh, team effort to to come up with this with this case study, and uh, yeah, um, we're happy to uh, to be awarded for this. Yeah, and I mean, I watched the videos, and they were so impressive because you need to tell that. Um, you have these rough gangster rap songs and you transformed it into Christmas poems. So you substituted the, the hard words into the, the nice Christmas words and it was incredible to watch. Um, so you've got a, a certainly creative team <laughs> in the background. Um, let's think a little bit of the marketing perspective. What message did you want to transport um, through this campaign for O2? Basically, we wanted to, uh, to create uh, very engaging content 
and uh, I think this is when you uh, look at the at the um, at the data. It's twelve thousand hours of watch time. It's eight uh, percent follower growth, and it's a very high uh, engagement, uh, three times higher than uh, the usual uh, benchmark. So um, I think we we did quite a good job of just creating very engaging content, uh, which has a very uh, strong brand fit also. Yeah, definitely. So when you Google the holy clash of rhymes, you get a lot of reactions on YouTube and then the people are guessing the, the quiz questions in the comments. Um, when we are thinking of some, some, some competitors to O2, like um, the Telekom, the Deutsche Telekom, they are often sponsoring sports events. Um, now with the rap music, I think you probably want to get in particular a relatively young audience because it's also only vertical, right? You didn't release it in, in 1629. We actually did, uh, did shoot uh, some, uh, or we, we always uh, think in many assets and Uh, platform uh, native assets so we always do uh, different versions uh, longer versions of course for YouTube and stuff and uh, short versions highlights uh, maybe on on, uh, on the short form video platforms um, yeah but uh, I think uh, a lot of people really uh, like the spontaneous moments uh, which were created by the artists in the, in the content which uh, aren't Uh, which isn't possible to write, basically, it just happens. So I think our creatives laid a good foundation together with O2 to come up with this format, which allows you, uh, yeah, basically to, to shine as an artist uh, with, with uh, good uh, moments. Fantastic. I was mentioning the, the vertical versus 16 to 9 because I, I also watched your Vertis award on YouTube. And when you type that in on YouTube, it says directly in the title, please turn your, your computer 90 degrees <laughs> so that you can only watch it in vertical. So the Vertis, um, it is basically TikTok Oscars for the German based audience. Why did you invent the, the Vertis? So uh, with the Vertis, we wanted to uh, and still want to honor this new form of creativity um, that TikTok brings into the world of social media. So we have been on TikTok at a very early stage. So we started off with our own uh, uh, content formats, with our own TikTok show, Daily Pie. We can talk about that uh, also at a later stage and um, connected to a lot of creators. And we invited these creators into the creative process, into um, creating new formats for our own entertainment show. And what we found out quite, uh, quite fast was that, first of all, we have a completely new field of creators. Obviously, if there's a big YouTuber or Instagrammer with five million followers and he or her, uh, he or she tells their communities that they should follow them on TikTok. They quickly also have a big audience on TikTok. But if you consider who are the really, really superstars on TikTok with regards to followers or even more important with regards to average views, for example, you will see that um, it's not the big YouTube stars. It's not the big Instagram stars. They are also there, but um, it's a completely new field of creators nobody knew before. And these new, with this new uh, field of creators, a new form of creativity, of storytelling, of visual aesthetics, in combination with what the app TikTok gives you, 
we have more than 90 green screen filters and effects so only only looking to that one it's it's crazy um, we said okay um, we should honor this new form of creativity and <clears throat> we can clearly see how how also other platforms are strongly affected for example if we consider the length of uh, short form video assets we analyzed that with our technology the le the length of an average reel doubled since the two since in the last two years and uh, youtube shorts instagram reels and tiktoks are all in, in germany at the moment on average 28 seconds so it's also a big possibility to mirror content and to recycle content from tiktok on other platforms and even TrueMates produced a TV commercial, which was inspired by TikTok. Normally, we don't shoot uh, TV commercials. We rather focus on social. But there, the client said, hey, can you bring the TikTok spice, this TikTok aesthetic, also into a TVC? And that shows how influential TikTok as a platform is for all other social platforms, but even for, for uh, the entertainment uh, industry outside of social media. And that was why we said, hey, we should honor these, this new form of creativity and these new uh, creators and created that uh, that vertical video award called uh, Vertis. Fantastic. So TrueMates is basically the production company daughter of, of Intermate. But um, as you mentioned, this TV ad, I didn't know about this. Maybe you can just say in a few words how you can translate or bring the TikTok feeling to the TV and maybe also the, the name of the of the brand you did that for? Um, actually, um, TrueMates, just to, to correct you, TrueMates is not basically a daughter of Intermate. TrueMates was founded uh, uh, parallel to Intermate and uh, we grew together under the roof of the Intermate group to uh, four very strong brands. Um, Intermate as uh, as the um, influencer marketing agency with the heritage in influencer marketing um, and um, TrueMates as the content production, social first content production and Vertis, uh, as, as we just heard from Philip, um, as the vertical video award and also Daily Pie, maybe we will talk about this later, our uh, own TikTok channel. So we look at those brands uh, under the roof of uh, the Intermate group and uh, yeah, with TrueMates, we uh, we uh, focus completely on social first content, and we also, uh, of course, uh, come up together in our group with ideas and uh, such as Vertis uh, that we then uh, collaborate on. And the case uh, that you just asked about uh, was uh, Bauhaus, um, which we. Uh, uh, had the opportunity to work on uh, as a content production, but also with Intermate, we uh, we found uh, the the right creators for the content, and this was completely um, a creation which was completely TikTok inspired. Um, so um, all the classical marketing world, it was called. Uh, Vignette, uh, and uh, now it's basically a mix of uh, a lot of creator assets uh, combined into TV spots, out of home, social media, different formats. And uh, yes, we we did uh, quite a production there at the beginning of the year, and it's basically the whole content for TV and uh, a lot of social content for for the brand Bauhaus. 
Okay, I understand. So does that also mean that you featured some of the TikTok creators on the TV screen then? Or was it just to get the TikTok feeling across? No, no, also, uh, um, well, yes, the TikTok feeling was in the center, but also to uh, find uh, basically creative ideas from others uh, uh, that are in the mix then. So it's not always about controlling everything. It's also a lot about letting loose and uh, laying the groundwork, the creative groundwork for others to shine. Um, so uh, that's what we did uh, with Bauhaus also, but of course our content team um, um, came up with uh, a lot of ideas um, and together with our partner DDB on this, uh, yeah, we basically uh, basically did a lot of, uh, of version, a lot of uh, different content pieces. For, for the campaign. Great, great. So we heard the word TikTok now so often. Um, later, we will also talk about Daily Pie, your own show. But tell me, why are you so bullish on TikTok? Yeah, TikTok, uh, we, we have a claim, which is, uh, to be very honest, a little bit marketing bullshit buzzword, but we say we are market defining. Um, if you go to our website, I think uh, this is somewhere positioned there uh, also. But what is really the case is that um, we always were very, very quick uh, when it came to uh, adapting trends or even creating own trends and, and own pricing models on platforms, uh, new selection criteria, analyzing spoken word on YouTube for better influencer selection, stuff like this. So how we are able to do so is uh, probably because we are very courageous and um, yeah, What is the English word for neugierig? Uh, curious. 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 <laughs> Simple word. Uh, we are very courageous and curious. Um, but at the same time, we, have, we are in close contact to those who define the trends on social media. And that are obviously the influencers and the creators. Um, and this was also when we got into contact with TikTok, with the new content, at a very, very early stage, when uh, we were working with creators who, who just... Uh, experienced the shift from musically to TikTok and we very quickly tried our own assets, produced content with crewmates, booked influencers for brand campaigns and also started our own formats. And what we saw is that TikTok really redefines storytelling, creativity. It provided a new opportunity for brands and for creators to present uh, um, another version, a better version of themselves, a more authentic, uh, a more down-to-earth version, at the same time a more entertaining version of themselves with a lot of fictional storytelling, with a lot of effects and stuff like this. So a whole new sphere of uh, opportunities for brand building. And at the same time, also if you look down to the very, very simple KPIs, um, TikTok has grown so fast and still does TikTok is not only the target group for the Gen Z it is of, of course nevertheless we also see big public figures like Tony Kroos Frank Thielen Nikita Thompson Paulina Rozinski people who perhaps have a little audience split in the age group of 13 to 17 on their Instagram profiles but a lot of followers being above 25 years old and they tell them follow me on TikTok now so you can of course figure out that there are uh, also older target groups come to TikTok. And if you look into TikTok and you consider that it's short form video and then you compare it only to YouTube, for example, which is long form video. Of course, YouTube also has shorts, but 
uh, in its core nature as long form video. I, I think it's uh, very, very interesting that the audience retention is highest on TikTok, um, even uh, several times higher than on YouTube. And that shows how relevant uh, this content is, how good the algorithm is to, to suggest content to you. Um, yeah, and this, these were all reasons why we both tech-wise, with our own technology, assembling data and stuff like this, as well as on the creative level, um, went to TikTok at a very, very early stage. Though we also do LinkedIn campaigns, YouTube campaigns, Instagram campaigns, and we are everywhere where our client and our um, their customers are. So I see already you're a big TikTok expert. In the last episode, we had one tip because um, the woman was also a big TikTok fan. And she said, on TikTok, it needs to make boom in the first two seconds. So you need to get this wow effect. Do you maybe also have one... Um, just advice for someone who wants to blow up on TikTok. What is important there? You mean a creator, uh, a person or a brand? A, a creator or a brand. So for both, it's fine. But someone who just wants to increase their reach over TikTok, because for some people, it's still very difficult to get a couple of views there. Well, I think uh, for brands, it shows that uh, agency, not only Intermate Group, but uh, of course, uh, other agencies as well, are good partners for um, for brands to come up with a strategy and to uh, basically figure out a way how do I see my brand on TikTok and it's a different platform and you should go there with a different angle not trying to to copy your strategy from other platforms but find a unique way to approach uh, new audiences on on TikTok so uh, I think uh, strategy is always something which is uh, yeah, basically really, really important. And then uh, with TrueMates, for example, we have a strong focus on, um, on uh, creating content for the brand. Very, um, not coming up with a word right now, um, very platform native. So uh, we really uh, have creators at TrueMates who identify with the brand, identify with the strategy, and then um, basically create content for the brand uh, as if it was their own channel. So um, I think this is also um, very important for brands to understand that the way of uh, creating content is, uh, is very different from, from other platforms. Um, and as you already said, it's always important to have a hook. Uh, we always teach this to our new creatives and there are several other pieces of the recipe. Um, we also talk about this on several um, masterclasses uh, at Deep Mexico and also OMR. And yeah, basically uh, have fun with it, experience, uh, look at the reportings, uh, gain um, new uh, inspirations from the results, see what's working, be close to trends. So don't uh, overthink your ideas and say, okay, let's have a shooting board for our TikTok assets and produce it in uh, six weeks. Best would be to produce it uh, right away and uh, have the content online very fast. I think that's a that's a great tip to not overthink 
because um, at the beginning you you're always in particular as a brand you're afraid of, uh, of failing but you just need to put it out one other thing that um, w we experienced quite recently with one of our clients uh, a gaming company is that um, you can also do some some great seo with tiktok so people in games they're always trying to google how can i get these weapons or that weapons and then you can just answer these questions directly on tiktok and then you also appear in uh, in the google search now um, i needed to ask you that of course what your tips are because you've got a super successful channel on tiktok as well daily pie where there are i think 20 creators or something like that producing content over content so maybe you can just give me some some insights why you launched daily pie and um, what is it good for so we started off with uh, daily pie being inspired by the u.s tiktok channel flight house so we saw that uh, i don't know by coincidence i think and we got into contact with uh, jacob pace who owns uh, this channel and invited him to germany and said Let's do a TikTok masterclass together at uh, OMR. But then COVID came, unfortunately, and uh, we couldn't collaborate on this one. And then we said, okay, so let's just start off a channel, a Flighthouse German version here in Germany together. And he was a very, very nice dude. But he said, to be very honest, uh, Germany is not so relevant for us here in the US. So I, I have enough stuff to do in, in the US. So perhaps you would just do it by yourself. We said, okay, thanks for the for the honest answer. Um, but one day later, we, we started off with, uh, with our own version of it. And our approach was that we say, hey, the creators, more than on any other, other platform, they, they are named creators and not influencers because it's not about social influence. Even if you consider the architecture of the app, the algorithm, su uh, suggestion algorithm and stuff like this, it's about content, it's about creativity more than on any other platform and this is why I think the word creators um, is really applicable for TikTok more than any other platform and resulting from this one it's also the creative collaboration the process of creative collaboration which is super important and we said we should uh, in our studios we have two big studios at TrueMates um, in our studios this should be a creative playground this should be the place where we invite creators and uh, they can brainstorm together we can uh, invent new content formats and stuff like this and as a result we uh, invited i think in the first round 30 of the biggest tiktok creators in germany with millions of followers we said hey we will book the hotels for you we will book the flights and trains for you we will have um, a dinner afterwards um, but besides this infrastructural things The most important thing is you will get to know all the other creators you didn't, uh, you couldn't meet so far because you never traveled or COVID is there and stuff like this. We will, of course, do the testing in advance so you all feel safe. And we will um, enable you to meet the other big TikTok creators. Be part of our show. The show will be created by you. You can bring in your ideas. If you have an idea for great content format, we will do the props styling and and set design and stuff like this just tell us what you think is funny and when we don't shoot you you can just uh, use our studios and our production capacities to produce content for your own tiktok channel because this is your own job your only but sometimes very exhausting job to to get tiktoks uh, on a daily basis and yeah it worked out really well the creative was super happy and directly after series one um, after our uh, show went on air, 
a lot of other creators contacted us and said, hey, I heard it was super fun being in your studios, being part of Daily Pie. Can I also come and join? And now we have um, more than 100 of the biggest TikTok creators in Germany um, as guests in our shows. And um, yeah, it's, it's super fun. It's a good possibility to stay in touch to the creators for us, to, to always be close to the TikTok vibe and to those who, who form the trends on TikTok. And without paying one euro for advertising, um, of course, we paid something for the production, but without paying for reach, We generated more than 1.1 million followers. Wow. And if you consider the rankings, uh, not only our own rankings, we also publish TikTok rankings, but also there are some other rankings on TikTok with regards to who has the most likes, the most views. We are uh, nearly every time among the top 10 brand accounts. If you consider us as a brand, we consider us as a creator. But on TikTok, brands should be creators anyways. Um, we are always uh, among the top 10. Wow, that, that's truly impressive. Now, um, you get a lot of, uh, of, the, of the creators, you get a close relationship to them, of course. You also have several play, play, brand placements already on that channel. But apart from the relatively small revenue probably from, from the placements, how does that benefit to you as an agency to have such a channel? Well, uh, I think in the beginning it was, uh, of course, as Philip said, to understand TikTok from a creative uh, point, basically to understand the platform, to understand the content. Uh, then it, of course, was to meet the creators and to get to know them and uh, to exchange ideas and creative concepts with them. And of course, uh, it was also uh, important for us to get in contact with TikTok, the brand itself, and also with other brands to uh, yeah, prove that we are, um, we are not only an agency who says we, uh, yeah, sure, we can, we can, uh, we also do TikTok. Uh, no, we are already a successful creator on TikTok. So let's work on your brand, um, brand on TikTok. So uh, this was in the beginning, beginning uh, basically in 2020, also 21 uh, was very important for us uh, and, and Daily Pi was, uh, was helping us. I think right now it's uh, just uh, great for us to, to be a creator, still be a creator on the platform, still just produce and come up with this creative content, still be in touch with the creator scene. Uh, which is uh, which we really like to have the creators still at our studios and um, to have uh, also young creatives in our team to come up with new ideas, new games and uh, yeah, just do relevant content basically and uh, as you did and other uh, brands or friends uh, do, uh, we are still talking about Daily Pie and uh, people really like it and I think it's um, yeah, it's maybe a show and a channel to remember also uh, in the future. So, Philip, let me just ask one follow-up question. So, you told already that you're giving them the infrastructure and all of that, um, but it still needs to have a, a consistent storyline so to say and um, it's mainly about challenges but do you let the creators do completely their own thing or give you do you tell them okay this and that could make sense also for your account and we could feature that on daily um 
Yeah, maybe it, it, uh, also because I said it uh, before, it's always we come up with the creative uh, infrastructure and the creative concept and the games, and then uh, we give the stage to the creators and uh, we don't tell them what to say and what happens, happens, and we don't edit out any uh, crucial or parts which shouldn't be aired. We just... Uh, Uh, take it as it is basically and we send it online and uh, so the creator is still a very big part of the result great great so um, we got to know a lot of your expertise on tiktok as creator as agency as brand now um, if there is a brand that says okay intermate i would love to be present on tiktok when can i work with you so at what budget does it make sense that a brand is coming to you so uh, basically we have different entry budgets um, with regards to different of our service lines and products so stated in a very simple way you can get four different products on our side we produce your content social first content we host your own brand socials TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and so on. We do influence and creator campaigns, and we do the paid push, the performance part on social media. You can book these products um, as, as a single product, but more and more we, of course, consult and, 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 and support brands in a very holistic way. This is why we say we are your one-stop shop for content and traffic on social media. So brands come to us and say, since these products... Um, have more and more synergies and should have more and more synergies because as a brand you should act like a creator as a brand uh, uh, you should talk to the creators you should also um, generate reach not only on your own socials but also with collaborating with creators you should get UGC content from creators because they work out for performance ads very well and so on and so on so you can see these products um, affect each other more and more and this is why we also consult brands uh, in a very holistic Uh, level on social media but let's say uh, uh, 50.000 euro is probably uh, a good budget for for um, at least starting off a campaign we also do smaller budgets when producing first test content with TrueMates, uh, and uh, of course we are always open for test cases if we say hey let's test out uh, uh, how we can run down the funnel on TikTok with our performance team and, and first of all use a smaller budget. We are always open for this, but at the same time we have some very long-term clients uh, who, who spend a lot of budget together with us and our approach is always to serve our existing clients on a very high level and to be um, reliable partners and not just to take every request we have just to earn some money. Um, and then not to be able to serve uh, our existing clients in a really well way. And this is why we said, hey, we should filter uh, new requests, um, at least um, also by budget, um, to really think about what we can accept and what not. Great, great. So um, speaking of long-term clients, you are now on the market since 2015. I think 120 employees, more or less. And um, it all started probably in, in influencer marketing Wild West um, in the mid-2010 years. So um, how did you grow from 
probably a young and small agency to now more than 100 people working at at Intermate. Yeah, perhaps I can start off with a with the Insta Media back in the days. Our name, uh, influencer partner, then hand over to Philip when when it comes to content production, studios, and stuff like this. So first of all, we started off uh, as an influencer agency focused on Instagram. This is why our name was Insta Media. Um, but um, that back in the days, we worked as a white label solution. So other agencies booked our services and uh, used these services to serve their clients. Nobody knew about us. Um, but quite quickly, we um, developed our own technology. So right now, we have more than 13 programmers uh, in our team who constantly enhance our social and influencer technology. We sampled our own data. Uh, we uh, enhanced reportings. We could do sentiment analysis, uh, check brand mentions and comments and stuff like this. Um, and these were all services which let the clients want to talk directly to us. Um, and um, you could probably split the whole influencer game into three phases. Phase one was, um, yeah, influencers are cool somehow and we should spend uh, 5%, uh, 2%, 1% of the marketing budget. Just put 10,000 euros into, uh, from that campaign into influencer marketing so we can say we did some influencer marketing if our CMO asks. But then we assembled all these data. We could see how many impressions these postings really uh, got, how many swipe ups back in the days uh, we, we could generate in a story. Um, and we could see what the demographic of an influencer looks like. And suddenly the brand said, hey, influencer marketing should become an integral part of our marketing strategy. And we allocate a specific budget for, for this year in influencer marketing. And we want to have a lead agency in influencer marketing. And this was the second phase um, after the first test phase where uh, the standing and positioning of influencer marketing agencies, not only of us, um, raised to a, to, a, to a higher extent. And then we had COVID. Um, social media got more and more into focus and more and more important. And all the platforms out there, they tell, hey, don't act like a creator, act like a brand. Uh, don't act like a brand, act like a creator. Uh, don't make ads, make TikToks. You should be a brand publisher. And this was where the brands approached us and said, "You, if I am supposed to act like a creator, you are a creator by yourself. You are in close contact for years to all the creators out there. You have your own show, your own formats. You have your production capacity. You have your technology. Perhaps you can not only do our influencer campaigns, but consult us uh, in a, and lead us through this social world. Uh, at a full scope and this uh, was how we got where we are right now and on that way besides our technology always the creative part was super super important and this is perhaps where I can hand over to Philip uh, how we also several years ago started off the the journey together with uh, TrueMates. Yeah basically uh, I think what you uh, said in your question uh, Florian the Wild West uh, um, I think there's a wild west in social media at any time and I think we really like to seek and get into this wild west uh, maybe in the uh, early early days of, of Intermate uh, formerly known as Instamedia it was also Snapchat then it was uh, very early with TrueMates we, we got into uh, social content and vertical video so 
our first website in uh, 2017 was uh, Let's Go Vertical. Uh, over 50% of users don't um, turn their smartphone anymore to to uh, watch videos. So let's produce vertical. Uh, and this was before uh, there was TikTok and uh, before there was uh, Instagram Stories and IGTV and YouTube Shorts. And it was basically not a whole lot of uh, platforms which featured uh, vertical video yet. But we were very um, confident that the uh, travel goes into into vertical video. So we got into this really quick. And also, um, as Philip mentioned, our early days on TikTok was also uh, the, the Wild West feeling. And we really like to get in there uh, fast and uh, try out and then um, yeah, do our best to, to help brands to find a way uh, to exist in this, uh, in this uh, new era. Great, great. So let me try to recap. So first, of course, um, client first approach always. That's what I what I heard from what you were saying. Then um, you were pretty bold in, in terms of um, yeah going to new platforms, focusing on TikTok. And you also had a great technology. When there is a new agency listening to this now saying, okay, I'd like to be like Intermate one day in seven years or something like that. Are there maybe one or two learnings that you said this has really helped us in the last couple of years? I would say we never looked uh, to our competitors. So uh, not because we are arrogant, but we just did what we thought uh, is right. So social media is such a dynamic uh, atmosphere, such a dynamic playground. You, you can't figure out what trends, what new things will happen. So reels are growth driver number one. Suddenly, ticked, uh, suddenly Instagram tells us last week, hey, it's not only reels anymore. Uh, we, we again uh, also focus on, on, on images and stuff like this. So uh, the, the, the game is evolving so quickly and changing so quickly. So we were always very good in adapting to new trends um, and not being afraid that there are other agencies out there but we said if we if there's a new topic a new platform a new content nature uh, everyone starts at uh, at uh, position zero and this is also what I would uh, uh, give as an advice to other to other agencies or to other founders of potential future agencies um, don't be afraid uh, of the market so when there are a lot of new trends, um, just because you mentioned Snapchat, that was sort of new back then. Then you mentioned the, the transition from Musical.ly to TikTok. When there are new trends, a lot of marketers are a little bit afraid what they can do, what is the next step. Uh, they don't want to burn budget and all of that. So I think um, what you probably did pretty good was also to educate them in what are the ups and downs. How did you do that? Is there a newsletter? Is there a blog? Or how did you educate the brands? Well, maybe it starts with uh, uh, with the internal process and with the team um, to really uh, have not only the infrastructure, but also the creative minds uh, who understand the platform. So we have a lot of very young uh, people, creatives uh, working at, at Intermate Group. And uh, they... Uh, uh, teach us a lot about the platforms and teach their colleagues, their, the whole team, a lot about uh, new trends. So we have a TikTok task force within the Intermate group, which consists of Intermate, 
uh, team members, content team members and everybody who, uh, who is involved in the creative process and they really screen for new trends and uh, we have a lot of personal updates that we do so we meet uh, not only uh, uh, once in a while or send emails in the uh, to the whole team uh, but we actually uh, give everybody uh, of our team the opportunity to speak and to come up with new ideas and to um, to um, yeah teach new trends that they see and um, I think this is uh, yeah basically most important to to give everybody the the stage basically and um, I think what we uh, if there's one thing that we do uh, really great is maybe to um, empower everybody to um, to come up with ideas and um, not to be arrogant that. Uh, We think we understood everything. We understood the platform. We know, we know it all. But to be curious every time, um, to try out and maybe fail every once in a while—that also is is possible. But uh, to to gain a lot of learnings from it and to make it better. Great, great, very good. And I'll drop also, of course, your LinkedIn profiles in the description so that you can also follow Philip and Philip to never miss a new trend. Now, we talked a lot about the past, but in February, you made a deal with Equity Capital Management, an investment company um, that gave you money in, in order to, to get a share of Intermate. Tell us a little bit about this. Why did you get an investor on board and what do you think will this be helpful for? Yeah, so um, perhaps to uh, get the audience on board who listens to that podcast, um, we started off um, nearly eight years ago and we never had an investor on board so far. So we, we are bootstrapped and we grew to, to uh, back then when we got uh, the investor on board for the first time to run about 100 people um, only by by having a great team, by consulting our clients in a great way. Um, and originally we said we will ne probably never get an investor on board because we don't need them. Um, and we, our, our credo number one was always we want to be very fast, we want to be the fastest, we want to be to invest in into things that we believe in. For example, we invested uh, uh, seven-digit numbers into our own technology without charging our clients we still don't charge our clients for our technology, for our data and stuff like this because we just believe into the the value of that added service we bring to our clients and that will it will foster audience retention, stuff like this. If we probably got an investor at a very early stage on board, he would ask us quite quickly, okay, what is the uh, ROE of that tool, of the technology you put so much money into it? Nevertheless, as I just said, we had these three phases of uh, uh, of evolvement of the influence and social uh, uh, industry so we saw that we are right now at a tipping point where the relationship of big clients of big brands to the agencies switched they said okay we don't need these big network agencies anymore we right now need to be brand publisher ourselves we need to think content differently it's not about formats it's about asset centric creation and so on and so on And social is more and more important. As we just said, it even affects TVC ads. Um, and suddenly we were invited into pitches from very, very big global blue chip clients uh, and were 
not only competing but winning against the big big agencies out there and this was the moment where we said hey this is such a such a crazy moment of a window of opportunity let's now get somebody on board who helps us to even uh, uh, leverage uh, these effects of uh, to even boost our technology even more to even create new content formats like daily pie to even invest more into uh, into the team um, and this was where we then uh, uh, decided after nearly a year of, of, of talking to different partners and uh, a year of uh, getting to know this partner very, very well uh, that we go with, uh, with ECM. In, in startups, you usually have this rockistic growth that makes it attractive for investors. That's mostly not the case for agencies. It's, it's going up, but um, you usually grow with your clients. Why do you think that an investment company wanted to invest in an, in an agency? Um, I think that the investors saw uh, really well because obviously they could check our numbers that we were able to that we have grown a very, very profitable, stable business um, and that we are, uh, as one of the main players in the, in the uh, German-speaking area, um, agencies and partners of the big clients who lead them into the social future and that budgets in the social media sphere are, are the most stable ones and the strongest growing ones uh, and that there, are, there is perhaps not the hockey stick um, of a SaaS platform but that there's a strong, strong growth uh, coming up to the so social fear, sphere in general and to, uh, to us as one of the partners who brings the whole service scope to, to brands uh, in this field. And this was why um, yeah, we, we were talking to a lot of interested partners, um, but um, um, it was not only ECM who saw that potential, to be very honest. <laughs> okay, okay, very good. So um, I, I get the idea that um, we in, in the influencer industry as well are swimming as the, the tides are getting higher or swimming with the ocean a little bit and the, the whole environment is, is quite optimistic at the moment. But at the same time, there are some smaller agencies probably who don't have your size yet thinking, okay, if I would have a million or two more, it would be quite good, could hire a lot of new people. Um, why did you not pick um, an agency, uh, sorry, an investor before? And why do you think it only makes sense to get an investor on board at a certain size? Well, I think it's, it's very important to uh, first um, create your own identity as an agency. And uh, maybe uh, we will never know because we took another way, but uh, uh, maybe it's... Uh, It's not that easy, as Philip already said, to, to have an investor in at a very early stage to uh, do the way uh, we did the things, basically very courageous. And sometimes we spend money on, on maybe uh, things we tried out, which weren't the, uh, um, uh, what was I going to say, which couldn't be uh, explained to somebody else uh, right away. It looked like they didn't make sense. Sometimes they did make sense, sometimes not. So um, it's, uh, yeah, it's this kind of uh, um, freedom that you, that you have uh, maybe at a very early stage. But uh, then, um, yeah, with, uh, with the progress and uh, uh, being bigger and bigger, it's very uh, great to have actually a partner which already 
um, which already um, guided so many other companies at this stage to uh, the next level and uh, who really helps us um, to, to come up with new structures and um, to be, be a good uh, sparing partner. Great, great. Now, I know your time is precious. So let's end this podcast now with two theses from your side. What um, will be important on social media influence marketing in 2023? Um, feel free to, to publish some hot takes. I'm very curious on that. So, so one thing which is also driven by TikTok, I would say that uh, entertainment and fictional storytelling, putting more efforts into, into visual aesthetics like effects and stuff like this gets more and more important. So this authentic world, uh, which uh, originally Instagram with the Instagram stories, the, the look through the, through the door uh, hole uh, to, to get a more closer relationship to influencers and brands, It gets somewhat taken over from not even the uh, the need to be authentic and the original way, but um, rather to stick to your own content and functional uh, text you use, for example, on your channel, um, to have their inauthentic uh, expression, which somehow uh, the your followers and the users who see your content can relate to but that it gets more and more into, into an entertainment platform and not into a social uh, platform. Fantastic. Maybe one take from you as well for 2023? So another thing we, uh, we see is that uh, UGC content um, gets more and more important. So we see UGC content being more effective than branded uh, uh, high-gloss content. Um, and with also TikTok bringing the fact that content is always more important than the creator itself um, it shows that anybody can provide relevant content and that uh, brands should have a UGC strategic approach how to get this UGC content on a large scale still fitting to all the legal ethics uh, brand safety uh, still somehow serving into the brand DNA but at the same time embracing the creative diversity of, of the UGC creators out there. And this is something, um, there are tools already providing UGC content. Um, you don't create briefings, you create playbooks. So both on a, on a structural level, but also on a creative level, there's a whole scope of uh, uh, different, uh, 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 different implications for that. And right now, uh, Philip is also joining. Uh, <laughs> I'm joining this room now. Uh, actually, uh, I don't know what happened, but my internet disconnected for good now. Uh, so uh, maybe this was a sign. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very authentic ending as the authentic content creation. So thank you so much, Philip and Philip. Uh, I'm very happy to have you here. And um, yeah, have a great day, guys. And I'm looking forward to the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.